Hi, welcome to Just Friend Zone. I'm Kevin. I'm Jackie. I'm Josh. We are glad you're here. I don't know. <laughs> These intros welcome. are always the hardest part. <laughs> One day I'll figure it out. I swear I will. But anyway. You, uh, people can't see it, but Kevin just saluted right now. <laughs> like, I don't know where. So it's like, what the heck? Uh, so I don't know if you guys have seen, um, but there's kind of this trend on, um, like I'd say, TikTok right now, where like partners will try to guess their their partner's replies like before they give it to them. So like for instance, like if I were dating and then I go to my girlfriend and be like, hey babe, what do you want to eat? And I'd be like, oh chicken nuggies. And like you know, like if she oh, says yeah, chicken yeah. nuggies, yeah. Hey. So there's a whole trend. And then so I was thinking about that today and I was like, oh, like when I intro today, like I'm going to ask them like, oh, like how are they doing today? And then I'm going to be like, I'm so tired. <laughs> or, You're the one that's tired right now. <laughs> or or for Jackie, it's been a long day. <laughs> no, my answer would have been, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that. And I was like, I, I should do that as like an intro one time. Just like, <laughs> but no. So. I had this conversation with a friend recently and oh, actually like yesterday. Um, and she asked me like what I was like as a kid. And it got me thinking. Cause like I answered it, like how I answer everything, which was like not very seriously. So she asked me, she's like, Hey Kevin, what were you like as a kid? And I was like bullied. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just like, I was just like, Oh, like I wonder how would I answer that? Like seriously. But then, so how long did she take to answer after that? <laughs> <laughs> like a couple minutes, like pretty quick. Because oh. it was like over text, so it wasn't like we were in person or anything. Because sometimes when Kevin answers stuff like that, I'm just like, I don't know what to say anymore. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Girl> lost. <laughs> yeah. So it was just funny. Like I was like, you know, I was just answering it in like a very like me way of doing it. But then I was like, it actually made me think like, uh, like cause I, I don't actually like, I didn't know Josh when he was a kid. And then Jackie, obviously, we didn't know you when you were a kid. So I was actually wondering, like, what were you guys like as kids? How was I like a kid? I was a very nice, sweet boy. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so my mom actually told me that I was a you shouldn't, you shouldn't You shouldn't lie to our audience. Come on, man. Dude, I'm the nicest guy here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I was saying, my mom told me that I was a troublemaker and that uh, I used to get beat, I guess not beat, but punished a lot when I was a kid. Disciplined? Disciplined. Maybe mm-hmm. there was some beating. <laughs> but they did it because they loved you. Oh, I don't know, man. When I was getting <laughs> beat, that didn't feel like it. <laughs> no, but yeah, she said that like uh, I was very annoying. And um, she said that if I didn't get punished the way that I got punished, mm-hmm. I would have became some kind of gangster or some kind of thug. Mm. What? And, um yeah my mom said i was a rebel but i don't know i think she's lying to me <laughs> that's not what i remember <laughs> like, i remember it it didn't go like that yeah i thought they were crazy i don't know <laughs> interesting um, yeah I, I think i mean i'm an only child so i uh this is a hard question <laughs> So you understand why I took the approach of just making a joke out of it. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> no, but I think like just growing up, being an only child, I, I did things on my own. Um, and my parents were actually supportive and to help me do things that I wanted to do. 
but I guess I was somewhat of a troublemaker, not like crazy, like, um, I guess in the Asian standard, I was a troublemaker in a way, but like, not really. I didn't like go like in high school, I didn't do drugs or, you know, I didn't go do crazy things, but, um, I guess I talked back a lot and I guess I, I don't know, man, this is a hard question. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, uh, let me try and rephrase it. Um, like, what are some defining memories of your childhood? Defining memories. Yeah. Like when you look back on your childhood, like what do you remember very clearly? Like for me, I remember uh, like very specific moments from like kindergarten and elementary school, like Mm -hmm. just randomly. Like I remember playing with my friends at like in the schoolyard and being like, Oh, like, Oh, like we're Digimon today. And like, or like we're Pokemon today, you know, like doing like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause that kind of like reminds me like, Oh, like as a kid, I was energetic. I was imaginative. And like, I was just very like wild. Mm. Um, I bit a kid once when I was a, <laughs> when I was elementary. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, to me, like, I feel like I haven't changed much. Like I'm, mm. I'm more tame, but like a lot of the parts of me that are like very like free spirited, very like energetic, like that's still all there, you know? Mm. And so like, I guess like, what do you, like when you look back at your childhood, like, what do you say? What do you see as like, Oh, like these were like defining traits of mine that I think I still have. Mm. I don't know if I have them now, but (laughs) I love sports as a kid. So do you guys remember a rocket power on Nickelodeon? No. Like it was like a show. It was a cartoon. And they would like ride skateboards, bikes, like skates, like rollerblades and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like my friends and I would, my neighbors and I would pretend we were rocket power, and we'd mm-hmm. like right now ride our skates. And so I was very active as a kid. Um, like I play a lot of video games now, but my parents didn't really let me play that much video games when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so the way that I had fun was just going out and hanging out with my like neighbor friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I guess like. I guess gaming has always been a thing in my life, but it's just as a kid, I was restricted. Like my parents literally gave me an hour. And then once the hour came up, they're like, Oh, you're done. And they would just turn, turn it off. Like not even let me save. They would just turn it off. Oh, dude. And so I guess that caused a lot of fights. And I guess I was a rebel in in those sense. (laughs) Um, Dude, I just want to say kids these days don't understand like, the hassle that was having to find save points and like having your parents tell you to turn it off and you're like i haven't saved yet yeah and they just like turn off and you're like dude i don't know the last time i saved though yeah yeah like you don't know the trauma man like every game now just auto saves and you're just like it's too easy for these kids out here man it's too easy yeah. <laughs> yeah so i guess summer like to just summarize it i was an active kid so i would play basketball or you know go out and skate and mm-hmm. ride bikes and stuff okay do you feel like that played a factor into like as far as like what you like, as a kid you know we all have dreams like i know a lot of kids um what is it like like when kobe passed away a lot of people talked about how like when they were kids they wanted to be just like kobe mm-hmm. and so they would practice hoops in their backyard or like on this like playing in like pickup games like they would imagine they're kobe yeah. um and so do you feel like the things that you did were like kind of affected how like what you wanted to do as you were like when you were older as a kid. Does that make sense? Let me try that again. Do you feel like what you did mm-hmm. 
uh, like your hobbies at the time affected what you wanted to do? And if so, like what were those, what were your dreams as a kid? I mean, I think reality hit me more than like me not following my dreams. <laughs> so like I said, I, I talked about like playing basketball in first couple episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as an Asian American, I'm not tall either. And so as soon as I got to junior high and high school, I'm like, I, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> like, you know, like growing up, I wanted to be like Kobe, like, like all the kids say, right. I wanted to be mm-hmm. a basketball player. Um, I would literally play till the sun goes down. I would have like imaginary buzzer beaters, you know, like five, four, three, mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. and I would miss it. And I would go, Oh, five, four. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like reset everything. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, like I wanted to be a basketball player when I was a kid, and like I said, as like when I grew up, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to do this because as a kid, I was, I think I was pretty good, you know, like, um, I played recreational basketball, and like not to not to brag, but I was like the one of the better players in the in the <laughs> league, mm-hmm. and then once I like hit the age gap where people are older, mm-hmm. that's when I, like I was shorter, I wasn't fast <laughs> enough, and I'm like like reality hit me <laughs> so i was like oh uh, yeah i don't think i'm gonna be in the nba <laughs> mm-hmm. and then when i got to high school i'm like oh i'm definitely not gonna be in the NBA. <laughs> so i mean yeah i think as a kid i think putting in the work is something that i do now mm-hmm. like putting in time and effort into things that i like to do and i think that comes from my childhood like playing basketball for that long yeah like i think that kind of help me become who I am and mm-hmm. like chase the things that I want to do. And if I want to do it, I'll, I'll put my hundred percent effort into it. Yeah. It's like having a good work ethic. Like yeah. you feel like that built, like you built that early on. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I definitely didn't have that. So <laughs> therefore I have no work ethic. <laughs> no <clears throat> kidding. But what did you want to be once like, you know, like, like what were you working towards once you found, like realized like I'm probably not going to be in the NBA you know um honestly i didn't really have like a dream job growing up so Mm -hmm. i always knew like when i got into high school i knew that i wanted to do something in business Mm -hmm. um but i didn't know what i wanted to do and i did go to college for my business degree Mm -hmm. and i still didn't know what i wanted to do and Mm -hmm. so i think that was a hard thing uh i mean i love my job now i love Mm -hmm. what i'm doing but I don't think I would have like, this is what I wanted to do. Like as a kid, like my job currently now it's, I don't, I didn't even know this was a job that I could have. Right. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. as a kid, I did see myself working in a corporate environment or that's what I kind of wanted to do mm-hmm. to make money. But mm-hmm. then I think just being young and naive and not knowing what's out there, it was kind of like, Oh yeah, I'm probably just going to wear a suit and tie and go to work. Mm-hmm. which I'm thankful that I don't have to wear a suit and tie and go to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I think just like I wanted to do something in business, but I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Would you ever consider, and this is just like a random, like would you ever consider like moving to a different country for the sake of business? No. No. Why not? I'm very. I'm a very comfortable person. So <laughs> He's very I, homebody. I'm a very homebody, yeah. So like mm-hmm. all my days off, I literally lay in bed and mm-hmm. don't do anything all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just comfortable wh- with where I'm at. And so I think the furthest I'd go is like out of state. Mm-hmm. 
but going to another country where I don't know the language and having to change all the culture stuff that I know from America, mm-hmm. like even being Korean American, I don't think I can live in Korea and do a job there. Mm. And so I think the furthest I'd go is probably out of state somewhere. Like Texas. <laughs> Maybe Texas. <laughs> Texas mm. is looking nice. Mm. Yeah. What about an English speaking country? Like, you know, like England or like Canada? The thing is, I don't know any of the, anything about their culture. Mm. Like, minus what we see on TV, right? Mm. Um, and just, I don't like feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So if I go to a different country and I just don't feel comfortable, I think that's the biggest thing for me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you know, if they're giving me hella money, maybe I'll, I'll probably think about it. But yeah, uh, right now it's kind of <laughs> like uh, I don't think so. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on what the job is and what they're offering, whatever. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Just curious about that, Jackie. What about you? What was I like as a kid? I think I was weird. I don't know. I think <laughs> every everybody growing up, like they they see themselves at one point, like as a kid, like damn, I was I was kind of weird, but um, <laughs> I was pretty imaginative, like you. But then I had siblings. I had my older brother and then a younger brother. So like, yeah, we would go play like Digimon and Pokemon in the backyard, go on adventures, go on quests for like video game wise. Like we did have like the Game Boys, the Playstations then the ds but then it's always like you know you gotta go you have a bedtime but then like we're playing your game so you have to like hide it under your pillow right <laughs> yep. but yeah, as a kid yeah i think it was kind of weird but aren't we all weird yeah so. i mean definitely i think like i look back on like what i like my behaviors as like when i was in junior high school high school elementary and i'm like dude like Oh, so awkward like why did I ever think I was cool like the clothes I wore the things I said like what I would do oh my god exactly like, like I had this habit in junior high like where mm-hmm. I would stand in front of like the door for each classroom that I would like at the beginning of every period I would stand at the door and say hi to everybody as they walked in and like that's obviously just me being me like being mm-hmm. you know like very friendly and saying hi to everybody mm-hmm. but it was also like like in junior high, I think people are very like self-conscious and they're like, oh, I want to be as cool as possible, you know? Yeah, and like, yeah. so like for me, I was like, hi, 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 hi. <laughs> but then like, I was just like, oh, like, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> You're really friendly. It's yeah. okay. No. I, I think people thought would find that adorable. Yeah. I don't like looking back on it. I'm like, eh, it's not bad. But at the same time, like, it's pretty cringy. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. But, uh, Sorry, Jackie, uh, I got a topic, <laughs> which is you right now. Um, no, but like, you know, like what did you want to be when you grew up, like as a kid? Um, I think the first job I ever thought about like doing at like when I grew up was being a veterinarian. Mm. I think just because I like animals a lot and like I get mad at like, like, no, don't pour water down that ant hole even though it's just an ant. I'm like, no, oh. don't burn the lizards with the magnifying glass. So, oh, you know, what? I'm like, no, don't do that. Uh-huh. And the roly polies. I'm like, don't step on him. <laughs> like even now, like the snails in my front yard, I'm just like, do not roll over the snails with your car. Mm-hmm. That's mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I think it's because I want a pet snail. But anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So at first, I wanted to be a veterinarian. But then how much work I have to put into it, like mentally. Would I be able to put this animal down if needed to be like I think I would extend all the possibilities of saving this animal's life but then if it was in pain I think I'd be as in much pain as the owners I'm just like I'm so sorry I couldn't do anything so I don't know if that would take a toll on me emotionally if I'm failing at my job and then Mm -hmm. around probably early like freshman year of high school sophomore year was when I realized that so we're all fans of k-pop here and then I realized that the entertainment companies have offices in LA where like I could audition for the company. So then I did go to a couple auditions, but then I think I went a little too late because I was already, I was already pretty old compared to how they scout, um, how those companies like to scout. They like to like get you when you're like in elementary school, middle school, at least, but I was already in high school. So I think I was kind of old. And also I think I'm not really, photogenic I'm like when I see myself in videos I'm just like why do I look like that you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just like damn is that what I look like from other people Mm -hmm. so I don't don't know it's just my like me personally I think I'm not like that photogenic even though I try to be Mm -hmm. but as you can tell I am here now so the k-pop dream didn't happen (laughs) I think I was almost selected for JYP, I think, but like I was like two people off on the list, mm. so I think it picked. Mm. And then now I'm just I'm here <laughs> thinking, what am I doing with my life? Mm. So I never really had like a set goal besides like those two. Because mm-hmm. then by the time of like sophomore year, I I took no interest in school. I was just like, I'm just doing work to get a paper that says I know this and that, that I'm qualified. So mm-hmm. obviously I got the high school diploma. Mm-hmm. I college for three years after and it wasn't sticking. I, I just couldn't do it. I was like, I don't think school is for me. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just here thinking of all the possibilities. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, mm-hmm. what am I really going to do? Like, I could go do this, but then do I trust myself with this because I'm accident prone? So I don't know if I'll make a mistake. Dude, I'm so, I'm clumsy. I have no idea. <laughs> don't you work in like a restaurant? Not a restaurant per se. Yeah. But like, in the food industry. Yeah, mm. I work in the food industry now. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if you, if you make a lot of accidents, like, <laughs> Like, do you like um, drop the right so like no, no, no accident prone as in hurting like, yourself i hurt myself a lot in my job and it's mm. a complete accident like we have a table that i hit the corners all the time and mm. i bruise very easy so like there's bruises all over my legs mm. or like i'd bruise myself like going up or down the ladder getting a box from somewhere or like mm. i like hit the pexiglass in front of me <laughs> with my hand Mm-hmm. So I'm very accident friend to myself. And like regarding other jobs, like I could go do like take the classes and go do card dealing at a casino. Right. Mm. But then I don't trust myself handling other people's money. 
I don't know if I'm going to make a mistake like that. Cause that's a, that's a big sum of money. Mm. And like, I know I do my best, but I know I'm going to slip up somewhere. So mm. people are really sensitive about money too. So I don't yeah. think I'd want to be yelled at for missing a chip or two. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like, like the fear of making a mistake shouldn't stop you from going out and doing something. If you really feel like you want to do it, you know, like mistakes are inevitable. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, if, if there's one thing I've learned from writing a thesis is that no matter how perfect you think it is, like it could take up to like 30 different revisions before you finally realize like it's, it's okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. And like recently, kind of recently, I was offered a higher position to work for the marketing team at corporate, mm. but the location would be an on-site job Monday through Friday. And it was just too far of a drive for me and the pay wouldn't be worth it. Mm-hmm. so i didn't take it even though it's a good opportunity to like climb higher mm-hmm. like it's just too far for me and i'm like i don't even know if I- mm. yeah i mean i think there's a lot of uh unnecessary pressure that we place on people as like as a culture to like make sure like you're getting your life going um but i think like the older we all get the more we're realizing like that's all it's all crap like yeah you got to finish things like when you're ready to finish them and not not a day sooner you know Mm-hmm. so i think it's totally fine jackie like you're doing great you know you'll find your path eventually and what's to say like what's to say that where you are now isn't part of your path you know like that's true watch i my next thing is that i'm gonna become a professional gamer on twitch yep there you go <laughs> <laughs> i believe in you jackie <laughs> i believe it's get all the simps get all those donos no they might <laughs> or friends (laughs) would you try to brand like if you were to get into twitch as a streamer like what would you kind of want your you know like your imaging and your branding to be like would that be part of it like you're not my followers you're all my friends kind of thing probably i think if it happens i'll probably interact with whoever is in the chat box every now and then you know just respond to them like I'm glad you're taking the time out of your day to like, just watch me play games, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for sparing me your time. Yeah. I see a lot of, like, girls, they just get by off of, like, you know, looking pretty. And then, like, like I, I saw one girl where, like, I like I stopped by her stream because it came up. You know, like, Twitch does a recommended, rec- recommended yeah. streams? I was like, oh, okay, what's this one? And I was looking, and then it was, like, she was streaming. Like, it was her birthday, and she was streaming, like, her hanging out with her friends, like, in her room. And then, like, she had, like, a list of, like, uh, if we hit this mark of donations, like, in dollar amount, like, that's, like, it'll mean that we'll do this. So, it was, like, up to, like, there were certain markers and, like, one of them was, like, oh, like, we'll open the soju bottles, like, at this amount dollar amount. And so, like, she's basically, like, making money off of streaming her birthday. And I was, like, dude, like, that's kind of, like, it's smart. But I also think it's, like, I don't know, like, not sketchy and not shady. It's just, like... I can see what you're saying. I don't, I definitely would not do that. Mm. I mean, like anyone that watches me, like you're, it's, you're free to donate if you want. You don't have to. You could just stay here and just watch me play games. You don't have to spend any money on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My branding will be very friendly. Like you can be here, you cannot be here. Up to you. Mm-hmm. It'd be Jackie's friend zone. <laughs> 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 We're going to get a lot of mileage out of this friend zone thing, guys. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna take some money off of it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh will start. A, Josh will start a streaming career. He'll call it Josh's Friends Zone. 
There's a, like about like people making money. I saw this on TikTok where it was like this bride's last day of being like like to like the next day she would get married. Like that's mm-hmm. her wedding day. So like they wrote on the back of her car on the windshield like, oh, one more day before she gets the ring, buy the bride a drink. Mm. And they put like their Venmo on there. And like a, like the total amount of money they got from like just random strangers was like over three thousand dollars. Yeah. So over this weekend, we my friends and I, or my friend got engaged. But I guess when this episode comes out, it's gonna be a while, but um <laughs> someone was saying something like that because of covid too like people were just like hey i'm getting married soon like memo me and then people would actually memo people yeah like random strangers yeah that's crazy that's yeah. crazy and like when i think about it i'm like oh that's actually really clever and it's really smart because i like it's just really taking advantage of like the moment we live in you know like mm-hmm. it used to just be just married and people would like congratulate you you know but oh, then now it's you. like yeah now like they can actually like send you something yeah. and it's like who really thinks so hard about like sending like $5 for a drink to somebody, you know? That's true. Like, so it's like, dang, like that's cool. So yeah, you just gotta make sure you go to the right spots. Just drive around Irvine. I have like another incident of like Venmo story. It was funny. So I was at work probably, obviously this podcast is going to come out later, but it was like two days ago. And we have this one customer and he always tip, but like the times that he doesn't have cash, like, he'll like come back next time and like tip whoever is there you know Mm -hmm. so i took his order he came and picked up his order and he was like can i tip on card and i was like no we only take cash and he was like i'm sorry i don't have cash on me do you do you have a venmo (laughs) and then like i just giggled a little bit and then i was like no i was like i do but it's okay you can you can like just give me next time and he was like are you sure like i'll venmo you like a tip right now and i was like no it's okay like and he was like all right i got you next time <laughs> like i have cus- i have like customers that recognize like you know they come in they recognize us yeah mm-hmm. makes sense that's so like weird to me though that people like consider doing that i don't know like for me venmo is literally just me sending money to my friends whenever they pay for me mm-hmm. like it's like that you know so it's like for me like the idea that someone would just send a random person Venmo money. I'm like, yeah, I think when Heidi talked about someone giving her a thousand dollars, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, what? Like, like I get, cause I have like, I don't know. Like I am paranoid about like sending stuff online because I don't want my information to get leaked and I don't want like to get like anything hacked, you know? So then like, I don't want anything to like happen where it's like, that's like, I, like I'm, I'm very like, careful of sending a lot of money at one point at one time mm. so like the i the, just the fact that somebody sent a thousand dollars to her and like she didn't even know her i was yeah. like oh, that blows my mind every time but yeah so kevin what about you how were you as a kid i mean like i said earlier i was bullied <laughs> um but i think that's nothing I don't think that's anything out of the ordinary for, for us as Asian Americans. I think it's now coming to uh, become a bit more publicized that that is what Asians go through in America. As mm-hmm. far as like, you know, like casual racism is, it's a big part of us as like we were growing up, like, oh, do you guys see in widescreen? Oh, like your food's so smelly. Like all that stuff, you know, like you just deal with it. And like, so that's kind of like what I mean when I say I was bullied as a kid. Um, and you like explain more of the background because i feel like 
Well, I, I know that like, you, you know, Oh yeah. I think a big part of it is like the context of where I grew up, which was, I grew up in very like white dominated backwater areas. Like I grew up in um, a part of Alaska where like, I think the population is like no more than like a thousand. So it's like really small. Um, And then like, well, even when I moved to Florida, I grew up like an hour outside of Orlando, like about an hour outside of Orlando. And that was like, literally like to get to where I like, where like my home in Florida, like you had to drive for about a mile on a dirt road. Like you had to take, you have to go off the main road for about a mile on a dirt road to get to where I lived. Mm. So it was like, I grew up in those kinds of areas where like, um, it's just very white dominated, very like, like I was in Alaska. I was one of like maybe five other Asians at my school. So like, we're just easy Mm. targets. Mm. And I think also like I was always in, I was always moving. So I was always a new kid too. So like, unlike a lot of the other Asian kids who like grew up around them or like around, like or grew up in the, those places like i didn't have friends who could back me up who like you know would defend me yeah. it was just always i was on my own and i had to like just had to find a way to deal with it and so like um it's funny though like because people always tell me like they would not ex- they would number one not expect me to have been bullied as a kid but then once i tell them that i i was bullied as a kid they're like your sense of humor makes a lot more sense because mm-hmm. <laughs> like i make fun of myself a lot and like i have a very like dark sense of humor People say like that's very like indicative of someone who like uses humor to defend like as a coping mechanism. Mm. I'm like, all right, just whatever, Sigmund Freud, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> psychoanalyze me, whatever. <laughs> so no, like, like I said earlier, like, as a kid, like I was very free spirited. I was very um, energetic, and so like I try to have a very optimistic outlook. Like I try to believe that people have good intentions. That people who are mean, like they don't want to be mean. I think that there's just things that they're dealing with and they don't know how else to deal with it other than to be mean, you know? So like, I'm not too, like, I try not to get hung up on it too much. So that's what it is. Like, um, as a kid, I wanted to be, I wanted to be everything. <laughs> um, I wanted to be a police officer at one point. I wanted to be a firefighter at one point. Um, I was convinced I was never going to go to university uh, because I didn't think school was for me. Jokes um, on you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Major jokes on me, dude. <laughs> um, I don't remember. Like, as like, so this is definitely like when I was in elementary school. Like, I wanted to be like a police officer, firefighter. Mm. Uh, when I was in junior high, I don't remember. I think I remember just like I didn't have dreams as a junior high student, uh, just because like mm. I grew up so poor. I was like, I don't think like there is a future for me. Um, like in a very dark sense, but like, I think at the time, like I was considering military since like that, that seemed like the only viable option for me. Mm. Um, but then I got to high school. Um, and then uh, that was in high school is when I started dancing and doing a uh, theater. And so I was like, Oh, maybe I have like a future as a performer. And so like Jackie, I was, you know, that was around time when, got into k-pop and i was like maybe i could be a k-pop star but uh <laughs> i'm too short so <laughs> no don't say that no like i think like if you're if you're short as a male idol you can make it work if you're uber talented like all the short male idols they're like really good singers they're really good like dancers or like they're musically talented There's, they have something you know um 
but I think like typically like if you're a K-pop idol, like you're like you have to be tall, like five ten, five nine minimum. So, Was he from Seventeen? Is short, but he's a good like producer. Yeah, he's like super talented. So as I'm saying, like <laughs> yeah. I recently found out that Stray Kids, they're all in like the five seven to five nine range, mm. and so but then they're all like super talented like people too. So it's like oh, whatever. Yeah, so 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 I gave up on that dream real quick. <laughs> um. <laughs> and then i think i went to college just because my parents like were like you have to go to college you have to get a degree you know so like i was like fine like i'll get a degree and then i went to college and somehow <laughs> uh i decided to get a master's degree <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was, it's like interesting like i keep on telling people whenever like they ask me like oh like what made you decide to do a master's degree i always talk about how like i feel like i just kind of walked backwards into it like it was never something that I planned to do, but it was like doors kept opening in that direction. And the more I kept walking through them, the more I was just like, yeah, this just makes sense for me. Hmm. So yeah, it was just really weird. Like I recently told a friend like about like, yeah, like this, this is everything that had to happen. Like this is everything that happened that made it possible for me to get to, um, to grad school and to like be in this position that I'm in and everyone's always like dude like that's those are like crazy coincidences and I'm like yeah like there's no other explanation for like why I'm why I am where I am you know like I really shouldn't be here I went from in junior high thinking I had no future like I was going to be in the military and just have like you know just be like a random enlisted dude for the for like a career Mm -hmm. to now I'm finishing my master's degree you know it's like such a world of difference like I shouldn't be here in my opinion but I'm really fortunate um yeah i'm really blessed um i can't deny that at all like i think like i was writing the acknowledgement section for my thesis yesterday like last night i started like tearing up because i was like because the (laughs) acknowledgement is like it's the part where you get to like thank everybody that you want to thank you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like i could really just like it like my advisor was because i was asking her like i was like oh like what do i write in there you know and she's like it's completely optional but if you're going to write it it's the part it's this is the part for you to like say what you like what you want to say in the most you way that you can but keep it like you know professional at like the very least mm. and then so i was like okay yeah mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna like you know drop f-bombs or anything like, you know? <laughs> like i was just like how like how much of a joking like you know tone can i have and she was like as much as you want i was like, okay and so like while i was writing it like i was being very sarcastic so like one thing that I was like, one thing I wrote was like to my mom, please stop asking me if I'm going to move to the other side of the country now that I'm done. <laughs> but it's just like a thank you section. And so like, while I was writing it, like I was tearing up because I was like thinking about the people that like helped me get to where I am, you know? So I was just like, yeah, like, but I'm done early. Like, I'm done with the thesis now. So I'm like, thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know guys. Like I, I think, you know, I just went on like a bit of a, rant of talking about like how like i've changed as i've gotten older and like how i've you know how i went from someone that i, I didn't think i'd be here to like where i am now and mm-hmm. i'm wondering like for you guys like what was that like for you guys you know and i want to give you guys the space to kind of share your own journeys josh went first last time so let's, let's start with jackie from back then to where i thought i'd be is totally different than where i'd be now i I pictured myself graduating college, of course. Mm-hmm. All, you know, all Asian parents want their kid to graduate high school, graduate college, get a degree in something. But then I didn't make it that far. 
I don't think I just, I don't fit into the school life. Um, my mm-hmm. older brother is still currently in college. Um, I think he could have finished this year, but I think he's pushing it probably to next year because he wants to walk. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just finishing all the classes that he needs to. So he doesn't need to take any classes after. Mm-hmm. I also pictured myself dating someone totally different than who I'm dating now. I could say that. Like I pictured myself with some full Asian that wears glasses, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Like you wear like a suit and tie. Hmm. But I think that's just how like my mom, I guess my mom had like influence to that like thought. Mm-hmm. And then also like growing up, like my aunt tried to like pair me with these white men. And I was like, no, <laughs> you know, no offense to anybody, but that's just not my preference. Mm-hmm. And like career wise, definitely not not where i am now at the age that i am yeah i think it's funny that you like talk about like you know you never thought you'd be dating your boyfriend not because of who he is but just because of you know the fact that he's not full asian like it's just a random thing well i told like okay i so my boyfriend is half thai half white okay Mm -hmm. and i told him if he was full white i don't think i'd be dating him Mm -hmm. just because i do like my asians i do like asians Mm-hmm. So that plays a factor into it. And he's like, nah, I still think you date me. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I really love the Asian like culture and everything. Mm-hmm. If I could be reborn mm-hmm. again, I'd love to be Asian. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, so I think, bef- like, after, like, during high school, I didn't do relationships. And then, like, after I graduated high school, was when I started getting into the dating life. Mm-hmm. I've only dated two people. Hopefully that's that's it. Well, um, my sister also had like this preference of people, which is where I think I put my current boyfriend into that category of. And her current boyfriend is to like the category of the people that I think I would end up with. But like we switched, mm-hmm. like you know, like I'm, I'm dating someone I thought she would like, like personality wise and everything. I like she would date. And she's dating someone like that I think I would date, but. It turned out totally different, and I'm happy that it did. Like I've entered like a whole new world, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm an introvert, and like he's really outgoing and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's always how it ends up. Like we never get what we what we want. We always get what we like think that we don't want. I don't know. Like <laughs> that makes sense to you guys? Like I don't know. Like like I was talking about like you know like I never thought I'd end up getting a master's degree. Like, if I had it my way, I would have just been done with a bachelor's and I'd, like, find a job. But somehow I'm here suffering. So, yeah. I think it's just always how it is. Like, we never end up with, like, yeah. yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I'm proud of you guys continuing college. Sure, Josh graduated, but you're still going. I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of you guys. Thanks. For going somewhere I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, like I said, I think we all have our own path and, you know, like yeah. you're doing fine on yours. Like, yeah, I think it's funny. Like I, I was thinking about like, at, like how I would answer my own question. And I was like, yeah, I, I was hoping I'd be married by 21, have my first kid by 23. Jesus Christ. But like, I remember that being my goal when I was like in junior high, like early high school. And like, when I, like, you know, when I had like the whole thought of like, I'm going to join the military or like, I'm not going to go to college. So that would have made a lot more sense because by the time I finished high school, I'd have been 17 and then join the military right after high school, then four years 
would have been 21, which is like, that's totally enough time if you're four years in the military to find somebody, you know, especially with the way military people work. Like that like made sense to me, but it, yeah, things change. And it's interesting to me, like, Oh, like, yeah, it's just crazy to me, like how different life is from what I thought it'd be. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no. But like thinking about like kids and marriage and everything, like I'm 20, 24, going to go 25 and like, late no- like in november but like I, I i thought i'd be like like engaged or something by now or like picturing myself as a mom at this age i, I can't see it yeah <laughs> it's crazy i can't see it but like to think that my mom had me when she was like 21 22 that's just crazy yeah yeah i think it's definitely like part of it i think is definitely like we live in a different era of yeah of like it's just a very different culture like i think that our development as people kind of like to adulthood kind of like is delayed yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know josh how would you answer that what was the question again uh this is like you know like i was talking about like how how much my goals and how much my life trajectory changed as i got older like from yeah. mm-hmm. military to graduate student so like how would how do you see that ha- happened in your life? Yeah, I mean, definitely I didn't think I'd go to college for six and a half years. Um it just sucked, I guess, because seeing my friends graduate earlier and like starting life and starting adulting earlier, mm-hmm. it, it was ha- kind of hard to see that. And cause I so I went to community college for like three years mm-hmm. and then I transferred and it took me a little bit more time. I thought I would be done in two years, but my school's program is impossible to finish in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it, it took me six and a half years to graduate college. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of discouraged, I guess, in a way. Like I said, like I saw all my friends from high school graduating. Everyone around me was graduating. I felt like an older guy at school, even though there were people that were older than me. Mm-hmm. But like my classmates were... Well, like 21, 22, mm-hmm. and I was 24, 25, right? No, t- like 23, 24, and everyone was like 20, 21. Mm-hmm. And so it just felt like it just felt different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so definitely things didn't plan out the way I wanted to. Like mm-hmm. when I graduated high school, um, I didn't do so well in high school because I didn't really care for school. I, mm-hmm. I had other like extracurricular activities that I was doing and so I didn't focus on school so like just looking back it was kind of like I wish I tried harder in school and I didn't have to kind of go through like the harder stuff as in like go to community college and all this stuff mm-hmm. but at the same time I'm thankful and I'm I'm grateful for what I had to go through I think it, it really shaped me to become who I am mm-hmm. but definitely I didn't see myself do that and like I said while I was graduating, my friends were already in working full-time jobs or, you know, doing these things. And it kind of sucked because I'm like, oh, I'm still working part-time and I'm still in college. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, pride-wise, it hurt to see that. Mm-hmm. But, like, we all have our own timing and we all have, you know, our own path that we have to go to. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think I was gonna do this because i when i graduated school i was kind of going towards the tech gear side of business mm-hmm. 
and my internship was I did IT for my internship. I hated it. Like I I was I was there for 10 months. I was the most stressed I've ever been in my life. Like Aww. going to school, doing like upper div concentration classes and then working full time. So I'd like I'd work not full time, but there are two days where I had classes at night where I had to leave earlier, but all the <laughs> other days, so 3 days I'll work 8 hours, right? Mm-hmm. So when I go to work, I would be behind because, you know, I had to take half days for other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was rough, man. And I mean, I'm thankful to go through that and learn and like know that, hey, that's not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was still kind of younger. So that's cool. But it, I feel like if I did that now, I don't know if, how, how I would want to change my career path. Uh-huh. And so, like, I think the changes that happened, I'm like, as I look back, I'm thankful kind of to what Kevin said, like um, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so if I were to change things, I definitely would make myself study harder in high school and do that. But like, I don't really lose sleep over it. You know, like I am who I am today. And so I'm kind of um, I'm thankful. Yeah. That's like, mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. for me. It's like, yeah, I can change things. If, like, if I could change things, that'd be cool. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's kind of like, I don't think I would be the same person that I am today, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So you kind of, um, like you kind of got into this a little bit, but I'd like to see like, if you could kind of elaborate, I guess, or like mm-hmm. maybe there's like another thing that you could um, talk about, I guess a little bit more deeply, but like, cause you said that you would like, if there's something you could go back and change, like you would want to be a, like go back to high school and like be a better student about things, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, I, I guess like the way I like to approach it rather than saying like, if there's something you can go back and change, what would you change? So I'd I'd like to turn it more as like a like even though you know like everything happened because it had to you know like what's one thing that like where you would look back and be like man like this is something that I wish didn't have to have happened hmm. like you could take this one event out of the equation and everything still works out the same that's a that's a tough question <laughs> that's tough I'm like thinking about it oh, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer for that. I think everything happened so that I could be the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like a cop-out answer would be like, if I could change one thing, like I think I said it already, I would just tell myself to study harder, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't think I learned how to actually study until I got into my university that I transferred to. Mm. So, like, in high school, like, uh, I just cruised by. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, my grades weren't horrible, but they weren't the best. Mm-hmm. And then in community college, it was, like, it's not that bad. It's pretty easy. It was pretty easy, but I didn't try hard, right? Yeah. And then once I transferred, I got my butt kicked. Like, <laughs> I literally, I got, like, straight C's my first semester. <laughs> it was, like, a wake-up call. Okay. Yeah. And I was just, like, holy crap. Like, this is another level. Like, I know people say university is a lot harder than community college, but I didn't think it was that bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got wrecked. Like, <laughs> I was stressed out of my mind. <laughs> um, and after that first semester, that's when I'm like, okay, I need to not like mess around. Like mm-hmm. I literally, I have to start studying. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I figured out how to study till like my last year in college. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I was just like, Cause I'm not used to like studying, you know, I'm used yeah. to just like, Oh, I go to class. I understand everything. And that's it. Mm-hmm. 
but then like it's not like that you know so mm-hmm. like i would i would have to go to class pay attention i'd have to come home and actually read the book mm-hmm. and throughout like high school and community college i haven't read a book i didn't read any books yeah and so like that changed and so i guess like if i can go back i would just be like hey just start studying earlier and understand how to study mm-hmm. and i think that would have took a lot of stress out of my life mm-hmm. yeah Hmm. Not sure. Okay. How about you, Jackie? I don't know what event that would happen <laughs> to me that I would like take out. <laughs> like all of those three years of college. <laughs> I mean, the three years it wasn't bad, but it just it made me realize that what I'm trying to do to satisfy others isn't something that I can do because. Mm-hmm. I obviously it wasn't for me, mm-hmm. but like, I think after the second year, I, I didn't want to go anymore, but then mm-hmm. I went for the third year just to give it like one last go. Mm-hmm. And then that, I think that was it. Like I told, I told my parents, I told like my aunt, like, no, I can't do it. I know you want me to go get at least an associates. I wanted to get a bachelor's, but I just, I can't mm-hmm. not like, not like I don't want to, but I just can't, yeah. I, you know, like all the efforts that I would put in like to even studying and everything, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't stick mm-hmm. as much as I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'd hear like those comments, like, like my aunt would tell me like, Oh, you're not studying hard enough. And then I told them like, don't tell me that. Like, don't tell me that at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think, like, other things that I probably would have taken out is a little too personal for the podcast. So I won't get into details about that. But we'll yeah. talk about that off the podcast, <laughs> which we say every time and then we never do. <laughs> no, we did last time. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, I think the three years, like, you could say it was a waste of time, but then it, it wasn't and it wasn't. Mm. yeah no I think it's definitely not a waste of time that you went to college for three years I think that you know you're saying like it because it helped you to understand like you can't be doing things just to make other people happy like you gotta do things to make you happy too you know yeah Mm -hmm. so I think like if that's what it took for you to learn that then that's that's not wasted you know Mm -hmm. so I definitely don't think that those three years were wasted years at all this question was so hard (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think like the reason why is because we don't think about like like i think in general we don't think about our past and how it really like i think in general we don't think about our past and how it like affects who we are now and how it how it'll continue to affect us you know Mm -hmm. and so like we just kind of accept that these things happen to us um and that's like it's a it's a th- we accept that these things happen to us and that they made us who we are, mm-hmm. but we don't think about like oh man like what if like what if it didn't happen like you know yeah I think like but at the stage that we're in in life mm-hmm. if you asked me this question five years ago mm-hmm. I think it'd be like oh yeah this is what I would change like oh you know like it'd be really <laughs> easy to answer mm-hmm. but like just now I guess it's kind of like no that thing happened for a reason and it mm-hmm. built my character and so mm-hmm. I think. It's a good question, but it's just like now it's kind of like, oh, I'm I'm a little bit more wiser than I was back then or mature. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like 
at that time it sucked or whatever mm-hmm. but i got through it and then it built my character and built who i am right and so mm-hmm. it's just a hard question like i get what you i get why you ask it to like kind of make us think and whatever mm-hmm. but it's just like <laughs> yes yeah, it wasn't too bad like i got yeah. through it yeah i think that when you have the the benefit of perspective and the benefit of hindsight mm-hmm. it's much easier to say oh like it had to happen yeah um like yeah for instance like for me being on like this end of like i'm this close to finishing grad school you know like it's so much easier for me to say like all like the first two years of grad school where like i felt like i was struggling and i was like i wanted to quit like every week like it's so much easier for me to be like hey like it was worth it you know like i'm done now so yeah so it's just like i think it's just that benefit like where you have like experience and you were saying like that benefit of um maturity like the older you get the more you're like yeah like it's fine (laughs) yeah so yeah, like I think like in high school we think that like, you know, getting rejected by somebody is like, oh my god, my life is over. But like when you're older, you're just like, eh. yeah. So, yeah, no. Um then I guess like I guess to make it a little easier instead of saying like, oh, what would you change? Um No, actually you kind of already answered it. But I was going to say like, you know, like what advice would you give yourself like if you could click to a younger version and you were saying like just learn to study? But I guess, like, let's kind of get away from the topic of, like, college and just, like, a life lesson, I guess. Oh, life sucks. <laughs> I think that's what I would tell myself. Like, life sucks. Get used to it. Because, yeah. like, when you're younger, you expect, oh, when I graduate high school, I'm going to go to college and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in college, you're like, I'm going to yeah. graduate college. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and i'm gonna get a job and it's gonna be great right mm-hmm. but it never gets great <laughs> it just true. gets worse yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> dude i actually talked about this with a friend of mine where I, like because then um this friend of mine like they like they're a married couple and they just gave birth to a son mm. but then like they were saying like dude i thought i was tired but i was just like working and i was married and having to deal with that stress but now that i have a kid like now I understand like what tiredness really is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like um like we were talking in a group and then like there was another like pair of like there was another couple and they just had their second kid. And so they were like, Yeah, we thought we knew what tired was with one kid. Now we're really tired with two kids. <laughs> you know? And so like it got me thinking. I was like, I feel like life yeah. is just like you think that you hit your threshold for suffering. Mm. and then like you get you like you get to the next level and you're like nah never mind yeah. like <laughs> this is the new threshold for suffering yeah. <laughs> like in high school all-nighter no big no problem you know college it's like oh this this is i don't know if i could do these anymore like you know <laughs> and then after you finish college you're like all-nighters nah 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 we don't do those anymore yeah, you know? we don't do those anymore <laughs> <laughs> like dude that's like when we hang out we're like it's like 11 like bro i gotta go home <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying it's like i think like the older you get like the more you just realize like, oh, like it was, it was a lot easier back then. Yeah. But I think it like, it should be, you know, yeah. like imagine having the stress that we have now in high school, like, yeah, I, like you just couldn't handle that. But I think it's just so funny. I'm just like, yeah, like life sucks. And you think it'll get better when you hit that next stage, but it never, like, never does. it's not that does. it's not that life doesn't get better because it does. Like, I think that my life now I'm so much happier than I was in high school. But it's that it doesn't get easier. I think that's yeah. kind of the thing. I guess, like, for me, I would then instead of saying life sucks, I would just <laughs> say enjoy the time you're in now. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's what I tell like younger friends or like you know people that ask me like how how is it having a job or whatever or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I just tell them enjoy what you have now. Like enjoy the times where you could sleep to twelve or one mm-hmm. p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you can stay up super late. Enjoy it because I, I think for me I didn't enjoy or like I always wanted the next level, mm-hmm. and I was always looking forward the next level. And now it's kind of like I should have probably enjoyed what I was doing. Yeah, like stayed at the moment and mm-hmm. kind of embraced that moment more than how I'm doing it now. And so yeah. I'm sure when I have like when I get married or have a kid, it's gonna be like, <laughs> oh, enjoy your. You should have enjoyed your single life. <laughs> but just always gonna be that person that's angry at the yeah, people yeah. younger than them. <laughs> but yeah, I think like the two things I would say is life sucks and enjoy what, enjoy your life now, kind of thing. Yeah, because as you get older, it's like, it doesn't, like, it gets better, but new struggles come with it. So it's just like, you have to constantly just deal with it, make do. Hey, you got to pay bills. <laughs> you don't have to pay bills when you're younger. Your parents I know. Care, you know, like, yeah, for sure. you actually have to work eight hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't, like, their actual consequences to eating, like, carne asada fries by yourself yeah dude when people told me (laughs) like when we were younger and like in college and high school when people told me like when we play sports right they're like oh i actually have to stretch now because like if i don't i feel it for three days i'm like no you're just a wimp whatever bro and now (laughs) i'm like no it makes sense (laughs) it makes sense yep definitely man yeah i don't know for me what i tell myself i think it's something that i struggle with now um i tell my younger self Try not to overexert yourself into making those around you happy, but instead mm-hmm. make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. I I definitely like growing up, I tried to please everyone as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And like I think that's what made me like really timid in some way and mm-hmm. more of an introvert than I th- thought I'd be. Cause like now, like I do keep to myself. Like, growing up, I did try to keep to myself. And, like, it's hard to please everybody around you. So, yeah, I tell younger Jackie, don't stress out on making everyone around you happy. But (laughs) you can try, but try to also make yourself happy as well. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a lesson that a lot of people, or that's, I think that's something that, like, advice that a lot of people need to hear. I think definitely as Asian Americans, too. Like, second-generation Asian Americans, we're constantly battling with the shadow of what our parents want you know for us yeah so i think it's definitely relevant i wish yeah good advice jackie Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that has definitely taken a toll on me i can tell you that (laughs) yeah off the podcast off the podcast (laughs) yeah no i think uh i think for me like what you're doing isn't nearly as important as who you're doing it with i think like for me like life is this journey, you know, life is a marathon. Um, and I think that like the people that we journey with are the ones that make it worthwhile in the end. It's not about hitting milestones or accomplishments. Um, I think I was definitely accomplishments like hungry when I was younger. Like I wanted to prove myself as a person by doing a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I realized, I think as I'm getting older, like in the end, like all that goes away anyway. Like, what does it all mean in the end anyway? You know, like, what does it mean to graduate college with a, or to graduate college cum laude, you know, like 
no one cares, you know, at the end of the day, like, and for me, it's like, when I think about it, like college for me is more defined by the friends I made in classes, by the professors that I got to build relationships with. Like, so I think what you're doing isn't nearly as important as who you're doing it with. And like, there's this quote that I um, searched up for my acknowledgement section. Um, and it goes like this in the end, what you do isn't going to be nearly as interesting or important as who you do it with, which is basically that like, yeah, I think it's just remember, like, I think it's important for me to like value the people that are around me. I think that there's definitely periods in my life where I didn't like, I didn't care about the people around me as much as I should have. So I think that's important. So I, don't know, yeah. I think that's what I would, the advice I'd give. I like it. Yeah. I know this is a very serious time. Like what Kevin was saying was very serious, but the whole time he was like saying that, I thought of uh, Lincoln Park in the end. <laughs> it doesn't even it doesn't matter. Even matter. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's true though. Like, like I think that that line has become such a meme now. Yeah. But it's so like, it's true. Yeah. In the yeah. end, like what you're stressing about probably doesn't matter. Like five five years from now, like whatever you're stressing about now, or do you think you're still going to think it was as important as it was? Probably not. Mm. So yeah. Like my high school self, that advice, Mm. like you think that these like choreographies and like the stance team is so important, but five years from now, like you're not even going to talk to any of the people anyway. So Mm. (laughs) yeah, I think definitely like, I think that's important. So yeah. Yeah. I actually think that I've gone this entire episode without saying, but yeah, (laughs) I know. But like in the sense of like, as a transitional, Mm. (laughs) I'm pretty proud of myself, guys. (laughs) I said it. (laughs) Did you? I'll keep it in in it for you. (laughs) I said it. (laughs) Yeah. See, it's important. It's a part of who we are as a podcast. Part of Kevin. I said it and then I giggled after. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming by. We've been the Just Friend Zone. If you have any thoughts on what we said today, um, feel free to message us. Feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. But until then, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.